have a question for you. When was the last time you were at an all-you-can-eat buffet? Now, there's a certain strategy involved. People who put out the buffet, they put the chief stuff up front, you know, the iceberg lettuce and the kind of brownish sliced mushrooms, and they have the really good stuff, you know, the crab and the shrimp in the back, and they're hoping that you'll pile your plate up with the cheaper stuff so there's not a lot of room for the good stuff at the end. I want you to keep that image in your mind because that'll be important towards the end of, of the homily. What's the business model of the all-you-can-eat buffet? Well, they're hoping that everyone is a ballerina or a uh, female gymnast who's five foot nothing, weighs 98 pounds, and can't consume more than 1,000 calories a day. And what they don't want is a busload of six foot five power lifters who are 285 pounds and can consume 6,000 calories for breakfast. That'll put them out of business. The goal for the all-you-can-eat buffet is to make you full and to make you full on the cheaper stuff and trick you into thinking this is winning, that the house always wins. Let's think about that for a moment and then talk about what our Lord said. In my father's house, there are many dwellings. There are a variety of neighborhoods in heaven. Some are better than others. If you read the saints and the mystics, and if you're really interested, read Thomas Aquinas' treatise on happiness. Fullness is what we're after. And in this life, we can't ever really say, you know, it doesn't get any better than this. No matter how good it is, no matter what they put out at the salad bar or in life, no matter how much the world, the flesh, and the devil give us, we can always manage something better. We can always imagine it could be better this way or that way. We can never really in this life say, you know, it doesn't get any better than this. And what we want is satisfaction from the Latin satis facere, to be made whole, to be made full, to be made complete, which is something that we can't have in this life. We can get glimpses of it, we can get tastes of it, but we can't really have it in this life. See, we're made in the image and likeness of God, rational, free, and therefore moral. So we're made to know the truth and to love the good and to delight in the beautiful. And not just know true things, love good things, enjoy beautiful things, but ultimately in heaven to know truth who is a person, to know and love goodness who is a person, to know and love and delight in beauty who is a person, Christ our Lord. And so when we go to heaven, we will be made full. But let's go back to that different dwellings, the different neighborhoods of heaven. Picture this. If I said to my students, I'm giving out free champagne this afternoon, none of them would come with a shot glass. All of them would come with a barrel. Now take that image and bring it to the entrance of heaven. God wants to fill us with himself. We have this illusion that all we need to do to become a saint and go to heaven is die. No, no, we have to live and die as saints. We have to have our heart and mind 
clear, the throne and altar of our hearts clear of idols, clear of disordered attachments, so that we can have room to be filled with God. And maybe if we show up on the threshold of heaven, having taken the last seat on the last bus leaving for purgatory, and we still have some happy reminiscences of the fun that sin used to be, maybe we can get into heaven. But our capacity to receive the love of God is only going to be about this deep. Here's the contest that we're in. The world, the flesh, and the devil say, get full now. Get full now. Do the things. Make the things. Get the things. Get the applause. Stuff yourself. And the message of Christ is empty yourself. Be hollowed out. Be stretched and expanded and deepened by love, by virtue, by sacrifice, by penance. And then we show up with that great capacity to receive love. The world wants to make us full but never satisfy us. God our Lord wants to empty us of our idols and our trash and our distortions, and our addictions, and then fill us with himself. If we show up with a diminished capacity for love at the gates of heaven, what a perfect waste of eternity that is. Friends, we have to decide right now how we want to live and how we want to die. Greed is just an appetite for constant hunger. It makes no sense. Envy is never satisfied. But the wisdom of Christ say the way forward is this, to love, to sacrifice, to give, really to die poor, to die crucified, with our hearts broken open, such a body and soul will be ready to receive all the glory that God Almighty can give a human being. So on this day of Sabbath rest, not get ready for Monday day, and we're all getting an early start, but I hope it's an early start for prayer. Spend some time in prayer today asking yourself, if you were to enter heaven right now, how big would the vessel of your soul be? Be. Are you confident that you could not possibly love more? Are you confident that you have let God stretch your heart to its utmost? For myself, I'm not willing to take that bet. Your mileage may vary. But on this day, decide going forward how do you want to live and how do you want to die? The wisdom of Christ is to be emptied in this life so that you may be made full in the next. The world, the flesh, and the devil tell a very different story. On this day, you decide whom you will follow. May God's holy name be praised now and forever.